Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Teacher Let Your Light Shine. I'm so happy that you are here. The purpose of this podcast is to help teachers, homeschool parents, any parent, even if you are not an educational entrepreneur, you are here, you are spreading your beautiful light through the world, teaching in some form, some way. And this podcast is here to help those who are in the public school system, the private school, those parents who are looking for an alternative method of teaching or educating their children. Maybe you're thinking about homeschooling. Maybe you're thinking about starting your own school, but that feels so big and it just feels so heavy. Where do I even begin? I know how that felt because I was there three years ago, sitting in a place of uncertainty and doubt and working in the school system and wanting to homeschool my kids, but feeling like that was super audacious and scary and big and who does that but I also loved my career and I loved teaching and then I sat in a place of wanting to start my own school but that just seemed way too far out and I didn't want it to look like all of the schools that I had ever taught in before I wanted it to be different I wanted it to be rich and that is the experience that I get to have right now that that's the reason why I had started this podcast teacher let your light shine was to help those who were wanting a different form of teaching, a different form of making money, a different form of reinvigorating their soul, being with their children, however that may look. Maybe you're wanting to start an after-school program. Maybe you're wanting to start a tutoring business, a micro school. Whatever it is, we're happy that you're here because all of these principles can be applied to you. In today's podcast, I know that we are getting ready to end this year. It's really important that we're staying fresh. We're persevering through the holidays. We're preparing for change. Maybe you're preparing to make a change in your teaching career, but you also know that this is a really joyful time of the year. Maybe this year also brings pressure. Maybe this year brings sadness because you're without people that you love. Maybe this year brings complete joy and utter excitement because you love this time of the year. Whatever it is, we know that this isn't a typical time of the year because we've got a lot of distractions and we want to keep doing what we need to do to finish the year strong without burning out, especially if you're a teacher or a homeschool mom. And those of you who are wanting to start a business in the next year or grow the business that you already have, this is a a really great time of the year, but it's also a transitional time of the year because we're celebrating the end of the year, but we're also trying to prepare for the year ahead. So In this episode, I want you to know that this invisible list for the new year, I, it's like, ah, you know, it's keeping you from gearing up and it's keeping you from wrapping up what you already are doing. So today I want you to know that there are changes coming with this new year, new you, new career, fresh perspective, new method of teaching. You want to stay fresh. You want to stay present, but you also need to prepare to make a change. But how do you do this without, of course, burning out? And in today's podcast, I'm going to share a clear plan, simple, even if you don't have time, it's going to be a rinse and repeat. And I'm excited to share this with you. Let's get into it. Welcome teacher to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable 
homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. This is going to be a great episode for you to put some systems in place in an effort to what I love to call rinse and repeat, just to do it again for the month of November and December. Now, I actually went live in our Facebook group last week. I'm airing this episode faster than what I thought I was going to because after I did my Tip Tuesday live in my Facebook group, I thought, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead right after I take my walk and I'm going to go ahead and record this. And instead of it going out in a couple weeks, I'm going to push it to next week. But if you're not a part of our Facebook group, I really would love for you to go there. Just head on into Facebook and type in start your micro school or homeschooling business. It's right there. And then it will pop up and it will say the TLYLS podcast. So again, just in the search bar of Facebook, just type in start your micro school or homeschooling business, and then we will pop up. Now, from there, you will be immersed into a community of the sweetest, most wonderful teachers or parents who are either starting the process of start of building their micro school, or they're there to learn, or they've already started it, and they're looking for ways to grow and form a community. So you are welcome there, and we will, of course, open um, welcome you with open arms and celebrate the fact that you are with us. I also want to say that in the month of November, December, this is a really great time. If you are preparing to make a change or a transition, if you have questions, please email me. Go to our website. It's teachersletyourlightshine.com. You can find all sorts of free resources and downloads. You can find our eight steps to building your school or tutoring business, whatever business you are building when it comes to educational entrepreneurship. You will also be able to see our shop, which has our business bundle. That's very important. If you're wondering if you've heard about our business bundle before, you want to head on over to teachersletyourlightshine.com shop. And that has all of the components of our business bundle. There are seven plus one additional bonus that you get as bonus for buying the business bundle, or you can buy all of the pieces separately, your introductory packet, your enrollment form, your pro- your a uh, handbook and contract, your brochures, your flyers, your parent partnership letter, all of that is in there. Those are the same exact documents that I have worked through and used over the past three years in an effort to start, grow, and scale our micro school. So you just head on over there. If you have any questions about it, please let me know. This is an amazing time for you to get those goodies in your hands so that you can start preparing for the new year. And then also I have three spots available to coach you, to help you, to hold your hand, to empower you. And I would love to be sitting across Zoom with you and hashing out a timeline and a specific plan to meet your specific need. Again, you can find that on our website at www.teachersletyourlightshine.com coaching. Now, as we are gearing up for a new year, uh, less than 60 days away, If you are thinking about the business bundle with all of the marketing materials, your clarify your vision, your foundation, helping you determine your niche, your location, all of that. Listen, that feels like a lot. I know. But 
this is the perfect time of the year to start implementing some systems that allow you that flexibility and the time to wrap up the year and start fresh. So how do we do that? We got to get a control on our schedule right now. And that schedule right now needs to look easy, breezy, and meaningful. But it also needs to be a time, in my opinion, okay, now I'm just going to tell you in my opinion, I feel as if it's very difficult to start introducing brand new learning to our students, to our children. I think there's a lot of distractions. I think that you're going to hit your head up against the wall because you're going to be teaching rounding to the nearest hundreds or tens. And you're going, oh my gosh. And sleigh bells ring. Are you listening? And they're like, yeah, I am listening. And you're like, no, but I need you to listen to me. Or they're just thinking about gobble gobble and you want to do all these fun things, but you're trying to teach them this brand new content and you got to get it in them. And then guess what? They go to Thanksgiving break and they come back and they're like, uh-huh, where do I sharpen my pencil? I mean, they're kids, even if they're in high school, like they're just human beings that are growing up. And so why do we try? Oh, I know why we try. We try because we've been Okay, let me not get into my little soapbox here, but we try because we've been indoctrinated to do it a certain way. And over the course of starting my own school, I found that I'm trying my hardest to shut off the things that I've learned that I know have caused frustration and just turmoil in my soul and my students and have stolen just completely stolen the joy of what this time of the year can be. Plus left me exhausted and looking at a plain white piece of paper come January going, okay, what am I going to do? And so with that being said, let's put some systems in place. Now, again, I talked about this in our last week's Tip Tuesday in our Facebook group. I'm going to dive in a little bit differently in this episode, but you can go back for a visual sake. Okay, it's done on a whiteboard. Okay, I'm not a fancy Tip Tuesday where I post it on YouTube and it looks all published and edited. No, your raw deal here. But for the month of November... And this is airing um, just a couple weeks before Thanksgiving break. And then however many weeks you have in December. But I want you to think just right now, if you could just stop what you're doing about trying to introduce all this new content and trying to push things down kids' throat because that's what we've been either taught to do or conditioned to do. Like, let it just rest for a minute. And I want you to think about four things. I want you to think about, number one, themes. Make your life easy and enjoyable. So for the next week, even if it's just the remainder of this week, what what are the next, well, over the next three days, like what's something you can learn about that's different, okay? What's something next week you can learn about that's different? What's something the first week of December you can learn about that's different? Okay, so we're going to create themes here and maybe it's a, based around science or social studies. Maybe it's based around art and I'm going to share mine with you. But for an example, this week right now, uh, last week we were focusing on wrapping up our Africa unit and students were put into groups. They were choosing the country that they want to present on. They were rehearsing their parts for how they're gonna present. They were sketching out a poster to display all the information for Africa. And then they were starting their poster, um, how they're gonna display it for their families who are gonna be coming and looking at what they've learned over the past several months with Africa and geography and science and social studies. This week, we're taking what they've learned about Africa and actually creating dioramas. And the kids are getting to choose what skit they want to put on for their presentation. They are thinking about the foods that they want to have cooked by Friday, which is just in a couple days. But um, the parents are doing that for us. And also the students are just 
focusing on wrapping up those presentations. So that's kind of like our weekly theme. Now that doesn't mean that's the only thing we're doing because I'll ex describe to you how we're getting in other important pieces because let's face it, I've got kindergarten all the way up to seventh grade. I've got a student in every grade level and we learn multi-age. I've got gifted learners. I've got learners who are right where they need to be. And I've got some learners that are striving to be where they need to be. And so they still need their phonics and they still need their math and they need, still need their writing. But it's not such of a, of a heavy emphasis. We're getting laser focused. And then the week before Thanksgiving, we're doing Native Americans. So that's just the overarching theme here. Now, we've got our weekly theme going on. So that's number one. We've got, we've, we're, we've got our theme. Number two is, can you think of three or four stations to set up? Now, we're not talking about getting all these materials out and all these extra things, okay? Because we're trying to keep it simple. But for an example, I like to think of physical space. So on my whiteboard, I drew out four squares. And I said, okay, I know that one square needs to be projects, which means that one space needs to be dedicated when the kids get there, they know exactly what to do and they've got all their materials ready. They're going to be working on their Africa project. So center number one is project. Center number two is math review. We've got to keep up some math review here. And so after our unit assessment and seeing where the kids are doing our end of the semester, uh, trimester evaluations, we know where each kid is. And so we pulled some supplemental material. I did not go and download a whole bunch of stuff. And I didn't do that. I just had supplemental material, extra papers that I had, extra math manipulatives that I could find for these kiddos that would help them solidify their area. So when they go to the math center, they've got a bucket and they've got either their rounding activities, they've got their multiplication activities, they have their uh, multiplying fractions activities, whatever it is, it's in a bucket. They know what to do whenever they get there and they're just able to practice in a little bit of a different, less pressure. Not that we have high pressure, but it's just a little bit different. It's got a little bit of a different vibe to it. And then also there's a technology component in there that they can get on different websites to help them practice their math as well. So that's number two. Number, um, the third rotation, I'm sorry, the third rotation is is kind of a special little center. It's either writing where they might do some handwriting or they might actually do a, a writing paragraph or a writing activity. And then they will also be creating something that is special. So for an example, I've got my older students who are learning how to write emails. So they'll write out their email and by the when they're finished with that, if they go to that center again and they're finished writing their email, then they get to do something special. And it might be something to do with that's on their level in writing. Um, maybe if they're a younger student, they will be doing special phonics-based activity in writing or they might be writing their word families. But our older students, for an example, they would be doing an activity in writing or just an art or a craft or something in that center that's dedicated for, I would just say expression. We'll call that center expression. Okay. Differentiation plus expression. So that's our third little center. And then the fourth center is our science and our social studies, but that is going to be taught using reading material. So I have tons of leveled readers. I've got social studies textbooks. I've got math text or science textbooks from the years past. And I also have just some really great rich text that students can have. So when they go to the reading center, 
they will be reading about the Wild West or they'll be reading about Native Americans. They'll be reading about something in science, whether it's forces in motion, whether it's energy, whether it's electricity. Each week we have something special lined up. So there's four centers there. So think about it like this. Like I said, I said, number one, I want you to just think about themes for the week. And then every day, I just want you to think of three or four rotations that the students can can rotate through that are fun, different, not as much pressure on you, and they're rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. And what do I mean by rinse and repeat? It just means that every week or every couple weeks, you're moving out the materials and just replacing them with different materials. And how does that look different in December? Well, in December, our overarching theme for the month is artist. And so with that, we've got every single week in December, the students are learning about some type of artist or artwork. And we're using that from Gather Round. They've got 20 lessons. We're not using the entire curriculum. We're just using it as an inspiration, as a springboard of, you know, learning about sculpting, learning about architecture, learning about landscaping, learning about graphic design, cooking, decorating, all sorts. It's really neat. You, I believe, can find that on Gather Round. I think it's a free download for a free week, but I was able to look at the table of contents and just pull out those 10 or those 20 lessons. So every day in December, the students are going to learn something different about art. And in week one, we've got a science theme. In week two, we have a social studies theme. In week three, we go back to science. So the whole month of December, they're learning something to do with art. And then each week, we've either narrowed it down to a science or a social studies theme. Now, what does our day look like? We've broken it up again into four different centers. Again, we're rinsing and repeating. When they go to this one spot, it's the project center where they're going to be learning a different art project. Center two is going to be our math review, which I had just described. Center three is going to be our writing or a little special center, which I had just described. And center number four is going to be our reading center again, and it's our science and our social studies that is a part of what we're reading, but the students are reading based on science and social studies. And you might be going, but what about poetry? And what about fiction? What about, I'm not worried about that right now. You know why? Because in the afternoon, we've got another little fun activity that's rinse and repeat. We go to lunch at 1230. We go to the park at one. We come back at two. We wash up and from 215 until 245, the kiddos get to read. It's their very favorite time of the day. I honestly attribute it to the most growth that my kids have had in reading. And for the students who came to me that were reluctant and could not read, this is the block of time that truthfully allowed them to make the most gains because they were no longer intimidated by reading because they got to choose their books and they got to find passion behind the purpose of reading. And so my afternoons, you better believe this time of the year, they are rinse and repeat as well. We've got our routine. It is lunch, park, come in, wash your hands, silent read. And then every once in a while, we, we might do something different like Fun Friday. We might watch, some, watch a video. We might have the students, you know, maybe incorporate art at the end of the day that's just simple art hub. Whatever, I keep our afternoons very simple because trust me, during this time of the year, whenever you need to keep your energy restored, maybe you're thinking of shopping, maybe you're traveling, you don't need your days, you don't need to be running towards the door at the end of the day just wanting to pass out. 
Keep it simple. When you have your own business, this is what's amazing about it. You get to keep it simple. You get to build it the way that you want to build it. And then at that time at 2.45, whenever the day is over, we meet together in the den. We do our shout outs, our celebrations, and then everybody starts their cleanup activities and we have snack and we leave. It's the same thing. Again, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. And I hope that that serves you well during this season because this needs to be a season of restoration. It needs to be a season of just having more clarity so that you can get laser focused. The reason why I'm telling you to do this right now is one, to beat the holiday, you know, rigmarole, two, to end your year strong, but three, to give yourself space to start creating for the new year. This simple method has allowed me to start working on some major incredible projects for the upcoming school year. And I would never be able to do it if I did not have this system in place to help me gain more traction on my days so that I could make the most out of what's to come. I hope this serves you well. Don't forget, check out our website, www.teachersletyourlightshine.com and then join our Facebook group, Start Your Micro School or Homeschooling Business. We'll see you there. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the Virtual Teachers Lounge known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.